Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Harbaugh to the Chargers certainly will change the landscape in the AFC West. Maybe. CC's got an enormous bagel. Is that butter on there? No, it's just a bag. This cream cheese on that bagel? Mm-hmm. A bagel? Mm-hmm. Looks like butter. It's like melted. I know. I Looks it. good. I warmed it up. Yum. Wait a minute. I have to. Schefter's going to join us in a couple minutes here. I got to understand your bagel philosophy. So you put the cream cheese on and then put it in the toaster? No. You warmed it up, the bagel. It was so hot that it melts the cream cheese. Mm-hmm. I like that. That looks really good. I got to be so, honest. That it actually is a smart thing to do, though. Oh, well, I don't know if I should say this, but back in the day, my dad used to make me waffles before school, and he would call them presidential waffles. Long story. But he would but he would toast them, put the butter on them, and then re-put them in the toaster oh, so that the butter would get warm and seep into and it. Seep into it. Oh, presidential waffles. So good. I just have to understand, why shouldn't you say that exactly? What well, was because wrong I don't, about saying that? Because I don't know if it, if it messes with your toaster, you know, or if it's, like, bad to put liquids in the toaster. Probably I don't not want, great for your yeah, toaster. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't want to give but people... But you know what? No, we'll get another toaster. Because the waffles sound damn good. They were outstanding. Yeah. Brain <laughs> food. Smalls is so nice. She was, like, concerned about people's <laughs> toasters just well, now. I didn't want them to try it out and then somehow ruin their toaster (laughs) their entire place but it's worth it trust me best waffles ever so you toast waffles you like i like like the microwaved version i'm telling you i like it microwaved i like it a little soggy i actually like it like that because then the butter or the syrup really goes in there Mm -hmm. it's got to seep in cc's got the bagel that that would be outstanding too but i'm more of a butter person if i'm gonna have a bagel i want butter on the bagel what no i'm 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 you know what the moment I think we're on the same page, I realize I, 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 I'm not even in the same zip code. With really? You. You're not a butter first on bagel you, guy? First of all, you love going to the DMV. That's not what even I if, said. Even if you don't need anything, you <laughs> like to go and hang out with your DMV with your laptop. He Underrated. gets up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning to drive around and go to he the grocery does, store. He does that. Yes. And, and he now, doesn't sleep in. And now we're, we're <laughs> yes. at the point where you're saying that you prefer butter over cream cheese on your bagel. Butter superior for sure. Thank what? you, Pat. What are we talking, English muffins here? No way. No, on bagels. That's what I'm saying. No. Butter is appropriate on an English muffin, not on a bagel. That's insane. That's I, an insane thing to say. I've realized now, and Smalls has an amazing reason for this because she convinced me of something. I realize on Saturdays, I get up at the same time Smalls gets home. Oh, one time. Well, and here's what time? a time. Why are you just putting you on blast? No, no, no. One time. There's a great, no, she was dancing a, in Brooklyn till 4 a.m. one time. No, no, there's a great reason for this. I, Smalls went out this weekend. She gets home at 4. I got and, she, and I said, wow, that is insanely late for you. And she said, yes, but there's a reason. I said, what's the reason? And she said, late 90s hip hop. <laughs> and yes. I said, you know Very what? Nice. I said, you know what? That could get me out to four in the morning. I was thinking about this. Is there any type of music that could get you to stay out later than late nineties hip hop? No. You're at a bar, you're at a club, and they're playing that. You don't want to leave. That is such a it's such an obvious thing that that hit me. If it was any other type of music, you would have been home at midnight. Probably before then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. 
No, to answer your question, no. There is no type of music that can get me to stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Ain't going to happen. I mean, not unless Jesus is DJing. <laughs> I ain't going to be out till 4 o'clock in the morning. Ain't on that happen, note, uh, Jesus on the ones and two. Adam Schefter, That's the only way. Adam Schefter, <laughs> ESPN <laughs> NFL Insider, joins us, of course. Sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Adam. As we bring Adam here to Unsportsmanlike, before we ask you football questions, on a bagel, butter or cream cheese, Schefter, because we've been debating <laughs> debating this you want to laugh i i eat my bagels plain but if i had to pick one or the other i would probably pick butter i have to ask a follow-up why why plain you don't like any any kind of butter cream cheese on it at all in any capacity well i i I usually have a bagel and lox no cream cheese no butter no nothing just bagel and lox that would be my go-to bagel item wow fascinating all right now i'm also (laughs) yeah I'm, i'm also the guy that doesn't put any butter or syrup on his pancakes or French toast. What? And I, I'm a plain guy. Like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, you and know, I've been eating the same. And yeah. I've been eating the same breakfast since the pandemic began. Every single morning. Which what is? is it? Blueberries, yogurt, and a little bit of granola mixed in. You know what? You're a healthy guy. I, just, just, I should wow. follow your lead. That is very smart. What you just said. Is it the same yogurt every day, Adam, or do we switch up the flavors? Same yogurt every day. Wow. Same yogurt every day. Uh, Stonyfield. Very good. And, uh, yep, uh, vanilla, low, low fat or no fat, blueberries. I got this uh, great granola that I found. I don't know, like somehow stumbled into it. You know, I changed up the granola at one point a couple of years ago. I haven't looked back. So it's called, like, Great Granola, GR8 NOLA. <laughs> and uh, it's really good. Well, uh, Adam, you and I both know our sales I'm, team. I'm not, I'm not the most. I'm not the most exciting and adventurous eater, as you see. Well, I tell you, you and I both know our sales team listens to this show. So, uh, great, great Nola and the Stony whatever yogurt. Stony let's, field. very good. Let's very good. get them in the mix here every Tuesday there with Schefter, please. It, 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 it shouldn't. It shouldn't be that hard to do. You know, my wife and I'll say this for the record. My wife is still pissed off at my agents that they've not got me a phone deal during the course of our relationship, and my wife is ready to not talk to them because she's never once uh, been pleased with the fact that they've not gotten a deal with a phone carrier or a, a handheld device or whatever you want to call it. Nobody has come through. Nobody. All right, so Nobody. we have the, the Adam Schefter power rankings of endorsements. <laughs> better, 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 help is, better help is number one Obviously. because we're thrilled that they're on board. Absolutely. A phone Absolutely. carrier number two and GR8 Nola is number three on the show. Well, no, I think rankings. I'd probably do. I pro- I'd probably do blueberries or yogurt above that. Oh, and yeah. while we're at it, while yeah. we're putting in the full order, nobody uses more Burt's beeswax than me. Nobody. Burt's beeswax. Oh, all Burt's the products, eyes. Adam, or any one sp- particular. What do you think? Plain. Plain, <laughs> as plain as could be. <laughs> Love it. All right. So we have our Shefty power rankings. We'll Love put it. them out at Unsports yep. ESPN of requests, in addition, of course, to better help, uh, which is great, of the Shefty power rankings. Oh, allow me to adjust it. Burt's Beeswax is two. Burt's Beeswax is two. Phone device, phone carriers, three. Right. The blueberry yogurt granola in any order, you know, four, five, six. Whatever. Okay. All and, right. And Adam, just to be specific, we're talking about the chapstick, the Burt's Bees chapstick, right? 
Absolutely. Okay. Don't leave home without it. Okay. Every single day for years. Somebody else has that slogan, Adam. They can't use that one. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. All right, uh, Shefty, let's let's get into some of the coaching moves. Are we really going to enter the 2024 season without Bill Belichick employed? Uh, that's the way it looks right now. Now, I always hold out the right to change my mind because things change and things are fluid. And who knows what if one of these teams – goes through the process and says, hey, we really like these guys, but I don't know that we like him enough to go hire him. You know, Bill's always available. I think he lords over this. He lords over the season. Anytime there's a team that's struggling, what if there's a team that all of a sudden has some unexpected issue in the offseason? What if, hypothetically, Andy Reid said, I had enough, they win the Super Bowl? Like, there are a lot of things that could still happen. But as it shapes up today, as we are talking right now and giving our power rankings of the most important products in my life, I would say, <laughs> yes, Bill Belichick is, is not in line to coach this season, but I think there's a lot we don't know and a lot that's still to be settled. Shefty, both the commanders and the Seahawks uh, requested interviews with Mike McDonald and Ben Johnson, the coordinators for the Ravens and the Lions. Your take on how those job vacancies play out, who ends up landing those positions? Well, here's what I would say to that. Um, I think for whatever reason, it's been almost like in the media that Ben Johnson's getting Washington and Dan Quinn's getting Seattle. I think that seems to be the expectation across the league. And the, the one thing that I'm not expecting is for it to go just like that. I don't believe it'll be Ben Johnson in Washington, Dan Quinn in Seattle. Now, it might be Ben Johnson in Washington or Ben Washington, Ben Johnson in Seattle, or it might be Dan Quinn. And won't play. But I do not believe both those guys are going to get those particular jobs at the very least. And it's possible, possible that they both might not get those jobs. I think that Anthony Weaver, Aaron Glenn, Mike McDonald, Mike Kafka, square in the mix on these jobs. And I still think there's a lot to be determined between Seattle and Washington. I think that these teams... Uh, in talking to them, feel uh, pretty uh, impressed with a lot of guys. And I just don't think it's a slam dunk for any one guy that we've all been expecting right now. Again, could turn out to be one or both. Very possible, but I think it's wide open. Adam, I, I want to go back to what you said about the potential of Andy Reid maybe walking away. That's something that has been floated around out there. Have you heard anything about that, or is that just something that a lot of people have speculated about that doesn't really have a lot behind it? Well, I, I think the reason it's floated around out there is because I, I think it's something that he has thought about after each recent season. And each recent season, he's decided to come back and coach because he's a great coach. He loves coaching. It's what he does. And I would imagine after this season, he's going to step back and think about it again. Now, again, probably works out just the way it has in recent seasons. Okay. Step back, recharge the battery, come back and coach again. But I think when you're the current active oldest coach in the game, it's just natural that those questions are going to come up, especially considering that they've come up in the past. And they will come up probably every year as long as he coaches. Again, they're not firing him. He's not, it's not like he's not welcoming Kansas City. He could stay as long as he wants. He's, 
He's a Supreme Court justice, and he's tenured, and he could stay as long <laughs> as he wants. The question is, you know, when does he decide to walk? And I've had people say, hey, there are people across the league who have said, hey, if, if, and they said this a month ago before the plaza. You know, if the Chiefs somehow could win the Super Bowl, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Reid walked. Now, is that real? Is that not? I don't know. That's something that he's going to have to decide, as he's had to decide in other recent years. So I'm not telling you that he's walking or anything like that. I'm just telling you it's come up in the past. It'll come up in the get again. And I do think it's fair to wonder that if the Chiefs were to win this game, if that if that would have any bearing on any decision that he would make. Well, Adam Schefter is brought to us each and every week by BetterHelp. You learn so much every single time you talk to Adam Schefter about all kinds of granola and yogurt and blueberries and phone carriers and Burt's Bees on the lips and everything like that. Shefty, thank yep. you so much yep. for joining <laughs> yep. us. We appreciate it. Yeah, let's see. Let, let's challenge our sales team today. Let's, <laughs> let's have a great day. Let's make it a day that's unmatched, unknown to mankind. Okay? Yes. <laughs> there we go, Shefty. Yes. All right. Adam Schefter is brought to us by BetterHelp. BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Adam. As, uh, of course, great job there with Adam Schefter. I think that uh, the plain breakfast, I'm into. I'm very into. You He's know, a man after my own heart. You know what I thought about when he said that? Remember Nick Saban said he eats the same thing every day so he doesn't waste any brain energy yeah. on thinking about food? That's why Schefter's so elite at his job. He, he just copy-paste, repeat every single day. He's not using any brain fuel on what he's going to eat for breakfast. If that's what it takes to be elite at a job, then I don't want to be elite. <laughs> no, nah, I love food way too much. There's a lot of variety. I can't have just the same thing all the time. I love me a good omelet. I love me some waffles. I love the pancakes. The bacon, the sausage. I mean, I, I'm. I, I gotta have. I gotta have the smorgasbord for breakfast. Right. I absolutely have to have it. We did talk about Bill Belichick. The fact that right now, the home fries, Ooh. the home sure. fries, some all ketchup, the above, some oh, hot sauce, currently unemployed. Does that make any sense? Hello. We'll get to that next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Adam Schefter just joined us, gave his rundown of endorsements he wants, which was amazing. Also just put out there, commander's officials are in Detroit today to meet with Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn about their head coaching job. 
Obviously, no surprise there with both of those. Yeah, it's got to be Ben Johnson, though, right? But he's with but the, way, with the way that said, he's calling plays. Well, he said that he didn't expect them to come both. off the board with both of them. Yeah, yeah. But with the commander specifically, they have the second overall pick. I mean, this decision is going to shape the next decade for that franchise. You, you're presumably thinking that they're going quarterback because it's a quarterback-rich draft. I don't know that you would want to necessarily go with – you know, Aaron Glenn or Mike McDonald. And I'm not saying that those guys can't be good coaches. And in AG's case, that's my former teammate, so I want him to win. I want him to get a job. But for the Washington Commanders, you would just want to have a play caller that is as skillful as Ben Johnson has demonstrated over the last couple of seasons in Detroit. Yeah. Okay, we got to – something happened here. Smalls – CC created a monster with our entire show right <laughs> I now. Didn't, I didn't do this. I, this is not of my making. No, in a good way, it's though. It's Rob's fault – and then Pat for bringing it up, and I'm over it. Okay, let me give context. Yes. Rob Lorenzo, our social and digital guy, had cream cheese all over his face this morning <laughs> from eating a bagel. Then people started thinking about bagels. Pat then gives the comment around, hey, there's too much cream cheese on New York City bagels. Then we learn when we walk in the hallway here, smell, what, what is that smell? There's now a breakfast buffet going on somewhere. CeCe gets a beautiful-looking bagel with this melted cream cheese. Then Schefter's giving us a breakdown of his breakfast. Then Smalls gets hungry. She goes to the the kitchen to get food. Now she can't figure out where to put this enormous chocolate muffin that's on the desk here. I just realized that it was in the camera shot. I think it's okay right where it's at. I I think think it's it's okay, too. I think it's fine. It was taunting me during the segment to take a bite, and I'm not going (laughs) to. Just go for it. Why not? But this is a very good muffin. Why? Well, it's... It is chocolate a chocolate chunk. chunk. Come on, Giada, go for so it. So when you when you break into it, you can see the the texture and consistency of it is very soft. You can it's see very the, good. The, the chunks go all the way through. Mm. It's like a marbling effect, right, which is right. very good. And the top of the muffin, the muffin top, is a little crispy, which is exactly what you want. A little crisp on top, a soft inside, amazing. But Food Network, if you're interested, she's available after 10 a.m. Oh, Eastern. I would love to. I would love to. I miss cooking more than anything. I can't cook in my place in New York City. But as great as this is, I'm regretting not getting the bagel that CC had. Oh, you're complaining oh, about the free God. chocolate muffins now? I'm not complaining, but his you looks so good right. and warm, and he had toasted it, and the cream cheese was melting. And this is outstanding, but I just think that I made the wrong decision. You got to order it. You would have had the breakfast and the breakfast dessert. That's really what it was. But I'm not taking two things. You know, I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to go buy the breakfast buffet that someone has so generously given us and take two things. Well, uh, Rob has because Rob uh, Rob had both. Uh, just just to be clear on no, that. he had his bagel from a bodega across the street from him, so he purchased his bagel. Right, but he still ate both. Is what I'm saying. That you right, but I'm saying same. I'm not taking two things from the bodega. Are you going? No, hold on. Yes, now, you if, can. He, if he if he went to the bodega to get a bagel, then I, I, I expect that there would be a lot more than cream cheese on the bagel. Like it has to be a breakfast bagel. Good point. It why to, why like, not get if, the if eggs? You're saying you're going, like a bacon egg. Oh, I totally agree. If you're getting it from the bodega, it's got to have the egg on there. It's got to yes. have bacon or good something. Good observation. Got, yeah, like All the fixings. You're Let's going go. to the bodega. Like, that's what they're known for. I like what that Rob doing? is now getting shamed. You should get shamed. <laughs> I, like I have this. no problem with him being, you know, overdoing it with the cream cheese. There's no issue with that. But not having the egg and the bacon and the cheese on it when you went to the bodega to get it. You're on uh, to something. I don't something. know. I got to question your life choices at that point. And you know how you look even worse? You could have had that free here. We don't have somebody, a chef, making eggs here. No. We do have cream cheese. So you actually wasted money on something that wasn't as good as what you should have gotten. And you wasted calories, too. 
Excellent point. Yeah. We're going to shame Rob. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Yeah, go bigger, yeah, go home. Yeah, mm. but I will say that chocolate chunk looks You can have it during the break. A muffin top like is never that sexy. <laughs> never looks sexier. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Just just, just, I mean, I'm not, no judgment. You find mu- muffin top sexy? This That's the word that, you that use? That muffin top that she has right there? <laughs> The, the, the chocolate chunk. Okay, the wait, hold on. Top? Let me clarify for those it on the radio. The muffin, muffin top, top that she has right there, there's an actual muffin. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a chocolate chunk muffin. Right. No, he's not talking about my love handles. He's talking about an actual chocolate chunk muffin. But I've never heard I've never heard a muffin described as sexy. Well, then you it haven't is, had the right you, muffin. Not, <laughs> are you not looking at the muffin? We can all see the muffin. ESPN2, ESPNU. We can see the muffin. It's right there. It's, it's outstanding. It's I find lobster. It is outstanding. I find lobster sexy. I'll just, that's the food I would say is sexy. Lobster. Good lobster. The cockroach of the sea. Ew. Right? Cockroach <laughs> right, of the sea. Right how right. dare you? They that's what it's called. How good. dare you say they something? call it that. How dare the you say that? The cockroach of the sea. That's what it is. What a horrible thing to say. I love lobster. You should offer a public apology to lobster. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It doesn't look good. It's, no. it's coming out of the shell. <laughs> Muffin chops are sexy? No. Lobster's no. terrible. Uh, uh, Pat, turn your own mic off if you could. Thank no. You. <laughs> Do you know what looks really sexy sometimes? A fresh pizza. Like when yes. a pizza oh, yeah. comes when out of the oven and, and, they got and it it's on gooey. That wood thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's outstanding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I, I allowed to know put what that, I can put that on thing. Twitter? Oh, but you know what I mean. A pizza dish? Yeah, pizza, or, or, yeah, no, no. Whatever it is, they pull Hold it out on, of the oven. Oh, it's great. At Epco Radio on Twitter. I'm putting out right now. The sexiest looking food. Yes. Pizza board. The pizza board? That's what it's called? It's not muffin tops. I can promise you that. Definitely not that. All right. We started this conversation about the coaching carrot, so I wanted to point something out. For everyone saying, oh, you can't have Belichick in the way in which he structures an organization now. Just out of curiosity, is that much different than the two teams that are in the Super Bowl? They structure it the exact same way that he did. Head coach is in charge of everything. The general manager reports the head coach. The head coach's final say on everything. I don't have a problem with the structure of it. Yeah, I know, but people are afraid of that. You've pointed that out. We've all pointed that out. Well, I would be afraid of it with Belichick's track record, right? When you look at the last four or five years, it hadn't been great. I mean, you had 40 draft picks over that span – and you got one Pro Bowl appearance. That's not good enough. And then we see what happened with Mac Jones. Now, if you want to say that Mac Jones was never a good player, that becomes more of an indictment on Bill Belichick, the general manager. So why would you want to give him carte blanche when it's clear that when it comes to picking players out of the college ranks, this guy hasn't been the best? I can understand why an organization would have trepidation and they would want to have some checks and balances for Belichick's power. I get that. Yes. But I also understand where Belichick is coming from in terms of being the all-time winningest coach in the Super Bowl era and having the most championships. I I, I can understand where he's coming from. So, again, I, I, I think it's a circumstance where Belichick can't be, can't be a picky he can't be a chooser when he's actually not in the running for these other jobs I think Mm -hmm. this is a situation where he's probably gonna have to sit out and he's gonna have to cross his fingers and hope that the right confluence of events happens in the 2024 season that allows him to come back to the sidelines in 2025 yeah, I don't know if an organization is wanna, going to want to give him the power that he commands. Because even those situations that you just outlined, they work in concert with the general manager. They they might have fine. So did he. So did Belichick. I think it's more of they don't like the, uh, what CeCe said. People don't like the players they picked. They're not as sexy as muffin tops, obviously. Some <laughs> of these <laughs> players. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I think I got to give Hembo a ton of credit. I think Hembo from Greedy brought up the best point about Belichick relative to the drafts. Because I think the drafts are way better than people give him credit for. He's still drafting for Brady. That's the problem. 
He's still drafting as if he had a great quarterback because the players around on offense and defense would be excellent if they had a great quarterback. They don't have a great quarterback, to say the least, or they didn't have a great quarterback, to say the least, over the course of time. I mean, extending Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker, those are great moves by your general manager? Uh, Devontae wasn't terrible. Juju was awful. Uh, 8 and 8 say ESPN. Those are part of of the general manager's responsibility. It's on the track. 8 and 8 The sexiest-looking food is what food? Uh, We are going to get your calls (laughs) in on that. Plus, Brock Purdy, the guy or a guy, next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. There's Purdy on a roll, and he's going to get sacked. No, he got not. away from the sack and a roll to his left, and he'll throw to the sideline. Oh, 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 you An unbelievable play by Brock Purdy. Get the bleep over it. He may yeah, but his way to winning a couple of championships. And then what are you going to say then? Get him, Freddie. There we go. Yeah, Brock Purdy may win a couple of championships. May win one this year. The guy or a guy, it's out there at Unsports ESPN on Twitter, but we got to read some tweets here <laughs> because we've had a breakfast buffet basically down the hall, and CC somehow thinks that muffin tops are sexy looking. It was the chocolate chunk muffin that Smalls had, and she described the muffin top, and I peered over it, <laughs> and I said, that's a sexy looking muffin right. top. Words that I thought I would never utter in well, my lifetime. You know what? As Coach Belichick, my coach, says, do your job. I did my job, and I put it out there. The sexiest looking food <laughs> is dot, 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 at Evco Radio on Twitter. All right, I'm going to read some responses here. Anthony Russo, 97, chocolate strawberries. That's like the food that I feel like everyone says is like the sexiest food, right? Like the most like chocolate covered strawberries and wine. Yeah, and like, but I mean, that, but no? that's like, that's trying to set the mood. But that's that to me is not... 
that not not what I would describe as a sexy food. Like sexy food to me is that Thanksgiving Day macaroni and cheese. You know Ooh. when 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 wifey puts five or six different cheeses in there, like some smoked gouda, the sharp cheddar. Like when she do it all of that, mm-hmm. and it's from scratch, and you got that crispy corner <laughs> when it's still bubbling a little bit and it's gooey, but you still got the crispy corner right there. Brown to brown. me, that's sexy. That's sexy. My wife pulling the ducks out of the oven on Thanksgiving is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like her making some collard greens on Sunday yes. with a little bit of fat back and smoked turkey wings. That's sexy to me. Yeah. And then she, sexy do, then she does the salt bay thing, but it's with sugar. because you got to have a little sugar in your collard greens. A little mm. sugar in there. That's sexy to me. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Not the strawberries dipped in chocolate. That ain't sexy food to me. So to me, a sexy food is when you do a double take. If I walk by pre-packaged chocolate strawberries. I'm not doing a double take. I'm not like, ooh, what are these? If I see a pizza fresh out of the oven, I'm doing a double take. If I cut into a perfect hamburger and then you break it open and you see the burger, that is sexy to me. Uh, Mike Rogue 52 puts out there, I love this one, lobster rolls. Yes. Sorry. Sorry Mm. for those haters with lobster. Give me a break. Give me a break. Browns fan 42 has got a great one. A ribeye. Ribeye with the caramelized Ooh. onions on it. Maybe a little blue cheese crust around it. Oh, like yeah. that just outstanding, like well cooked. Like I'm talking about a ribeye where you don't need no steak sauce because it's got its own little juices in there and the plate is still got it sizzling because it's hot. Oh yeah. Like that's what I'm talking the about. Sizzle. I like that the sizzle. That's you know sexy. what I mean? The, that is sexy. That There's is a sexy. good that's one the on Twitter. Sound of sexy oh. when it comes to food. <laughs> the sizzle from the steak. Hello. DT unfiltered. Hot wings. You have great buffalo wings. They're like smoking a little bit. You could see the sauce dripping off. You've got the blue cheese next to it. You know when you dip it in there, the, the hot wing sauce is going to get into the blue cheese. They got that like nasty old bowl that you know you have for like 100 years at that restaurant. I'm in on that. Phil in North Carolina on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Phil? Uh, I got to go with CC. There's, I mean, I can tell we're both uh, eaters, so I'm going with a. Two-inch thick porterhouse with the juice running into the loaded mashed potatoes and some asparagus on the side. That's the sexiest plate I could ever see. Yeah, the the loaded (laughs) mashed potatoes do it for me, too. The loaded mashed potatoes. Now, here's the thing, though. With the loaded mashed potatoes, I take it a step further. And this is calories on top of calories. So I know everybody's got the chives. You've got the, the shredded cheddar cheese. And you got the bacon bits. But I take some ranch dressing. And pour it on my loaded mashed potatoes. There is you something do? that's happening. Oh, here. I do, guys. And there's it, something that's it happening, is, and it is something special. Cece and Smalls, it, it, it I'm is realizing of something. God's creation. That sounds it is outstanding. Amazing. As a as a girl from the Midwest, I don't say no to ranch ever. I'm just telling you, you I'm, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. There's something that's happening. What's up? Are you noticing that every sexy food has sauce dripping on the sides? Everything we're saying is there's juices coming out of it. There's sauce dripping. There's chocolate. Everything like that. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, and? All right. What's, what are you guys thinking about? That's All weird. Right. Pat in okay. Vegas on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. All right. Pat, go ahead. Hey, man, nothing's more sexy, guys, than hot biscuits with hot uh, sausage gravy and a little bit of Tabasco on the top. See, 
Dripping off the side. Biscuits and gravy, yeah, I can get down with that. So I don't love gravy, but I do love a hot biscuit with honey butter. Oh yeah, the hot mm. honey butter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the hot honey butter. Yeah, I could oh. do. I can get down with that. And when you break it open and it has the flakes in it, the yeah. layers that no come doubt. open. No oh, doubt. My God, no doubt. No doubt. No uh, doubt. Linda in South Carolina, listening on ninety-eight point nine. What's up, Linda? Hey y'all. Good morning. Love your show. Uh, first off, question. I'm not sure about a bagel with cream cheese and egg and bacon. So that's my first thing. Yeah, second, a lot of people like food. that. I'm not in oh. on that. When you put cream, a lot of people have the like bacon, egg, and cheese with the cream cheese. Oh, but you need some kind of condiment. I've had it. Though. It's good. But you have to have a condiment though. So if it's not gonna be cream cheese, what is it? Nothing. Is Why it do you jelly? have to have anything is it else? Butter? No. You can't just have bacon, egg, and cheese? No, you have a dry sandwich. Yeah, you got to put some hot sauce on it. You got to have something in there. You got to have something in it. There's got to be a condiment. I've never heard of it. There has to be a condiment. Yeah, it has to be a condiment. You just going to have dry eggs and bacon and cheese? (laughs) But the egg has the yolk and the cheese makes it like that. The cheese is melty? Yeah, it changes the texture. Yeah, but I still want some hot sauce. You got to have something on there, dog. No, that ain't going to work. I've never heard of that. Uh, That's interesting. I'm trying to put you on game. Stick around. Well, I wasn't planning on going anywhere. Stick with me, kid. You'll learn something. I got you. (laughs) Victor in North Carolina watching on ESPN2. What's up, Victor? Good morning, guys. Morning. Sexiest food of all time is oysters on the half shell. Case closed. I I love me some oysters on the half shell, but it's not the sexiest food around. Especially when you look at it. It's not sexy. They look like boogers. It's a little slimy. I mean, I love them. They taste great. um, But they don't look sexy. No, they don't look sexy. No, I can't get down with that. You know what we haven't brought up? What what about a hot brownie with ice cream on top? Ooh, a la mode. A little a la mode oh, situation. Yeah. It's pretty sexy. I love that. I mean, and I can go with the brownie. I can go with the blondie. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A hot chocolate a chip mode, cookie. Maybe even a little little, little caramel. Oh, sauce don't get crazy now. Like, don't get crazy uh, now. Just say what you mean. I just, I'm just. I mean, if we go do it, we go do it. Small. A little sea salt Guys. on top. Don't get crazy <laughs> now. Do it, don't get crazy. Do you know, normally I miss things. <laughs> Oysters on the half shell is known as uh, an, an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Uh, Ronald in Pensacola on 1330 AM. What's up, Ronald? Okay, okay. What's up, guys? What's up? Chris Canty, give me a nice, warm, red velvet cake. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. red. It tastes like chocolate, the yep. thick cream cheese, oh, yeah. frosting, the pecans, all of that. Dude, you took me there with the mac and cheese, dude. You took me there. Yeah, but here's the thing about the red velvet cake, and I, and I know there might be people that feel a way about this. It can't be store-bought. Like, I can't go to a bakery and get the red velvet cake. I got to have Big Mama's red velvet cake. Mm. Like, it's got to be something that's homemade with love. Like, I don't want to hold – I don't want to see a red velvet cake on the table – with a sticker for the price on it, because that 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 ain't gonna be what I needed to be. I needed to be homemade. But if you get somebody that knows what they're doing with red velvet cake, and they got a few layers to that sucker, ooh, ooh and they generous with the frosting on top yeah. of it, yeah, Where that's the way we go. Warm it up a little bit in the microwave. Okay, oh. Warm it up a little, bit, maybe you know, ten fifteen seconds. Boom. Where are you on the campfire s'mores? Have you ever had that? Oh, outstanding. Oh, yeah, those are great. Those not too burnt. So good. Those are great. A little, a, a little, little burnt. burnt Got to burn it. Burn it those a little. Are, those are great. Those are great. But not too much. Those are great. Smell of the fire, like 60 degrees out. Oh, amazing. I miss a bonfire. Uh, Carter in Missouri. On one, I'm sure in the Hamptons this summer you'll have a bunch. Carter, 105.1. In the Hamptons. Oh, you know I'm talking you. about in the woods. Of oh, Illinois. yeah, the woods in the Hamptons. With what's a folding the, chair. What's the restaurant that's in the woods that's great? In the Hamptons, there's one that's there. Uh, Carter in Missouri, uh, 105.1. What's up, Carter? Good morning. 
Breakfast plate, a nice scrambled egg, some toast with some jelly, or maybe a little butter on it, a nice side of biscuits and gravy right there. Then obviously you got to have your sausage links right there too with some gravy on top of that, baby. Let's go, Chiefs. I, I got to be fair. Scrambled eggs may taste good. That is not a good-looking food. That's not that, a sexy food. Scrambled eggs is actually an ugly food. Scrambled eggs is like you're going to play that that scrambled eggs, you're going to play it right guard for 10 years. <laughs> exactly. It's like they exactly. may be there. They're always going to be reliable. Exactly. But that's not like a left tackle or a quarterback or a wide receiver. That's not a sexy food. That's just like a lunch pail kind of do your job type food. Yeah, if you went with like some kind of specialty omelet or something, Fine. Then maybe we could have that Eggs Benedict, better looking. Yeah, exactly. Scrambled eggs? Not so much. Yeah, not so much. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Can I ask a question, CeCe? Mm. You've been on the roller coaster of Brock Purdy. Ryan Clark has as well. Like, I feel like there's a, a list of people at ESPN that we have that are pro Brock Purdy, like Smalls and I, anti Brock Purdy. I don't know who's on that list. I probably should have thought of that. And those that have been on the roller coaster of, I think he's good. I'm not so sure. I think he's good. I'm not sure. sure. What has caused you to ride that roller coaster? Uh, I think he's good. I think people have just jumped out of the window. And as we all do, we go too far to that end of the spectrum when we want to compare him to other guys in the MVP conversation, and he's just not that. And a big part of the reason he's not that is because the team around him doesn't ask him to be that. I mean, Brock Purdy has a really, really strong supporting cast. He's got six all-pro players that are flanking him on the offensive side of the ball. There ain't but 11 players on the field at one time. And six of the guys around Brock Purdy are all-pro. Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, who's going to win Offensive Player of the Year, Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, and George Kittle. I mean, so, like, I get that Brock Purdy does a great job of playing within himself and at times being able to make some off-schedule plays. But I I just want to see him do something that we haven't seen a Kyle Shanahan quarterback do, which is win the Super Bowl. I know Kyle can get there, and and he's had the most quarterback-independent offense and the most quarterback-independent team success over the last four or five years in the NFL. Since 2017, there's only one team that has more playoff wins than the San Francisco 49ers, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. So Kyle Shanahan has shown me he can do it with other quarterbacks and get to this point. For me to think that this is going to be different with Brock Purdy in terms of him being a long-term answer in San Francisco and him being an elite-level quarterback, he's going to have to do what Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't four years ago, what Josh Allen couldn't do, what Lamar Jackson couldn't do, what Tua couldn't do these playoffs, which is beat Patrick Mahomes head-to-head. I get what you're saying, but it feels to me like the worst version of this would have been if he didn't take advantage of those six All-Pros. Right, if it, like they weren't getting the ball, we've we've talked about teams historically that have these great players, 
and they the team does nothing with them. Sure. Brock Purdy, the in my eyes, his greatness is I know you guys are all amazing. Thus, I'm going to give you the ball in the best possible spots for you to have the ball. Right? There are probably teams that we look back on. You know, the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, significantly better player with Tampa Bay Bucks than he was with the Cleveland Browns. They had Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry in their prime. They didn't do anything, those guys, in mm-hmm. comparison to what they could have done. Mm-hmm. And that's held against Baker Mayfield then, which is, by the way, the uh, the opposite of what he's doing now because now he gets Mike Evans and, and company the ball. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield is a quarterback that everybody is looking at and saying he's just something to do until there's something better to do. And I guess that's the question that I'm asking about Brock Purdy. Like, what do I need to see for him to graduate beyond that, especially considering that after 2024 he gets more expensive because they're going to have to address his contract. And I guess that's the thing that I want to see in this Super Bowl matchup. That's going to inform how I look at him. It's probably also going to inform how the San Francisco 49ers proceed when it comes to roster construction. So I get it. It's only one game, and it is him being in the Super Bowl in his second year. But the stakes are huge for Brock Purdy, not only just for his career mortality as a starter, but also when it comes to San Francisco's commitment to him long term. Yeah, if he can beat Patrick Mahomes, that's going to obviously say a lot about exactly. Brock Purdy. The, the, the debate is over. <laughs> yes, the, the debate, debate is, is over. over. But it's already over for me because okay. this past weekend, he showed me a different side of him that we really hadn't seen. He had to mount a 17-point comeback in the NFC Championship game. And he did it in a variety of ways. Like, the fact that he could break out and use his legs and have those big moments showed me a lot about him. He did not crumble under pressure. We saw Jordan Love not be able to take advantage of the moment, and I know that this was his first full season. We saw Jared Goff, a guy who's been to a Super Bowl before, not be able to hold the lead, and the Lions couldn't maintain composure in that moment. We look at Lamar, Josh Allen, other guys who weren't able to get it done in the playoffs. The fact that Brock Purdy was at a deficit and he was a huge reason, a huge catalyst for the 49ers being able to win that game tells me a lot about him as a quarterback. I'll I'll say this, and this is going to come off like hyperbole, but I really do believe this. If Bill, As a Pats fan, if Bill Belichick was still the coach of the New England Patriots, I'd give up the number three pick for Brock Purdy in two seconds, and I wouldn't think twice about it. Wow. I know what he can do. Wow. I know what he doesn't do, which is turn the ball over. I have no idea what Drake May or Jaden Daniels do in the NFL. I wouldn't think twice about it. This is a guy that doesn't lose football games. He's been in the NFC Championship game two years in a row. He's in the Super Bowl right now. He's extremely young. If Bill Belichick was the coach of the New England Patriots, still, I'd have no issue giving up the number three pick in the draft for Brock Purdy. Wouldn't think twice about it. I mean, I guess San Francisco already did, in a manner of speaking. They yeah. drafted Trey Lance with the third overall pick and then shipped him out for a fourth rounder. So, yeah, yeah we'll end up seeing – like I said, if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, then I got to change my stance on him. Like, Brock Purdy jumps, he catapults into that top five to seven quarterback range. Right now, I got him as the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. But Which is it, amazing in itself. But, exactly. But if he wins the Super Bowl and beats Patrick Mahomes head-to-head – then all of a sudden he's in that top five to seven quarterbacks in the league. He's in that conversation with Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence and, and C.J. Stroud and all of those guys. You which, know what I mean? So, which is why Jaylen I would give Hurts. up a pick for him because what you're hoping for the number three pick or two pick is yeah. to be in the top five. Yeah, but let's go the other way. Okay. What happens if the San Francisco 49ers get smoked I still and Brock Purdy throws mul- you know, multiple inter- interceptions mm-hmm. or has multiple turnovers? What happens then? I don't think anything. I think they run it back with Brock Purdy. 
I think he's that good, and he's, I agree with Smalls. I think he's proven to be that guy. Uh, Justin in Virginia watching on ESPNU talking about Brock Purdy and sexiest foods. What's up, Justin? Yes. Yeah, yep, what's going on, guys? Definitely the sexiest food, especially if you're from the South. you got to go with the Bowberry Biscuits hot and fresh from Ooh, uh, Bojangles. Yeah. With that frosting and icing. It oh, melts yeah. in down and sticky. You bring those home to the wife, man. It's going to be a good night. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Not, not, not to mention those sweet potato pies that they sell at Bojangles, too. I've never been the, They got the sweet potato. I really want to. Like, so you know how McDonald's has the little apple pies that yeah. they serve? So Bojangles, Bojangles has that, but sweet potato pie. Ooh, yum. It's phenomenal. With, with a little bit of cinnamon sugar on the outside oh, of it. Stop. It's outstanding. Yeah, they... They, they they need to stop. I mean, it's diabetes in a, in, in a package. Like, that's essentially what it. it is. But I, <laughs> I, I'll, I, I'll risk it all because it's that good. That with the Bowberry Biscuit, forget about it. Pat Costello, our producer, had a very interesting take on what goes into a sexy food. Uh, and Pat, can you give this take? Because I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, I think the reveal is important. So, like, you open a box of pizza and the reveal of it is great. Or, like... A bagel like sandwich this. when you split it in half and you can see the inside of it. And I think that's important to the uh, the sexiness of the food. I think he's onto something. The reveal within food, I think, is very interesting. You open the pizza box, you open like the 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 cake box or whatever. Or even it is. if you cut open a burger and you open yeah. the inside. You know, Cece, give me a look. You don't agree with this? The reveal part of it? I don't know because when they bring the steak to the table, I'm I'm good. Like, but when, when you I, cut it, when my, when my wife is pan frying it and she puts it on a plate, I'm good. I'm, it doesn't I look see, even better when you I cut see, it. Though? I see the sizzle. When yeah, but you, yeah, you cut it, into it, you yeah, see that it's perfectly medium. And it's just like, oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I, I think that I think Pat's onto a something. Me, medium rare plus with a little bit of char. Medium rare plus. Yeah, with a little, with bit, a of little char. bit of But is it medium rare plus just medium rare? No, no, it's plus. I, I, it, it's plus. It's not quite medium, but it's not medium rare. It's right in the middle. I gotta try it's this. Right in the okay. middle. I'm just saying. Medium Andre medium. in Virginia game, watching on ESPN. Okay, okay. What's up, Andre? There's levels to this. Levels. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's up, Andre? Good morning. Good morning. Morning. We established that. Part. What's up? Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, everybody's always used to. Uh, regular mac and cheese. What about orange mac and cheese with homemade rolls with ham in the middle with butter on the top? Y'all were heard of that? Orange. Mm, orange. No, I ain't no. never heard of that. That's new what's, one on me, homeboy. Lobster that? mac is great. I'd have that. Orange mac and cheese? Let I've never heard of that. We get it. You life. like lobster, man. It's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the third lobster thing you've thrown out. So, Pat, we so get lobster, it. You're angry about things. So lobster is the Tom Brady of the food world. For 100%. Hundred okay. percent. We've we've. I've never heard of. I gotta investigate orange mac and cheese. I never heard of it. That's I'm new Googling on me. It. Is it the ham oh. that makes it orange? That's what no. You're it's saying? the cheese. I think the sharp cheddar cheese per Google. Okay, uh, I can get down with that. Yeah, I've never heard of the sharp, it the sharp to cheddar as cheese. Orange. Yes, you know what I'm yeah, talking. Like, absolutely. Like a classic craft mac and cheese is orange. It is. Yeah, when you when you mix yeah, the powder, I, guess I've never in? I don't think we should refer to it as classic craft mac and cheese. No, it's not classic. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.